You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the new show, Unleashed. My name is Cheryl Kay, Cheryl with a C. I want to welcome you. I'm very excited. This is my third show. I also want to tell you, if you have any suggestions, anything you want to talk about or suggest for me to discuss on the air, my email address is Cheryl at PetLifeRadio.com. Be right back after the sponsor. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everybody. And today I want to talk about a few different subjects, so try to keep up. I thought also, since I have one of my pets in the studio with me, it might be fun for you to listen to my show with one of your pets. And if you do decide to do that, take a picture of the pet and send it to my email at Cheryl at Pet Life Radio. That's C-H-E-R-Y-L at PetLifeRadio.com. Today I want to talk about pet cemeteries. It seems to be a very big business now that they have bracelets. You put the ashes in, urns, you know, monuments, real grave sites. I did some looking up, and there is the biggest one is in Westchester, and it's called Hartsdale Pet Cemetery or Peaceable, Peaceable Kingdom, if you could believe that. And it has room for 80,000 pets. I don't know how many are there now. And I just thought it would be interesting, and I wanted to hear back from you via email, or I could tell you what I think. The greatest gift you could give your pet when you adopt them, and I'm more into adopt than shopping, is a wonderful life, care, love, devotion, and above all, loyalty, meaning you will keep your pet until the day they die. And... One of the other best things that you could do for your pet when the time comes, and, you know, if you've had many pets like I've had, you know when it's time to put them down. And they cross over the bridge, and it's heartbreaking, but you certainly don't want your animal to suffer. And, you know, dogs and cats seem to be pack animals, and they do hide, you know, their illness and their pain. I've put down a number of pets. I've always been in the room. I've always had the vet give them an anesthesia first. It's painless. You know, the only person who suffers, of course, is us because we will miss them. It's heartbreaking. And then myself, you know, I had a house and a big piece of property and there was no landowner there to tell me no. And I buried them on my property. One cat, Sandy, she was the oldest cat I ever had. She was just wonderful. 
I buried her in a tremendous hat box with a picture of us. You know, so ridiculous. On St. Patrick's Day, but it was someplace that when I walked out the door of the house, I could look at, I could, you know, say a little prayer to her, throw her a kiss, and she was with me. And over the years, not my dogs, but the cats I have buried on my property, different locations, but you just want them to be with you. I mean, a cemetery, I know there are people who do want that, do do that, and go there, but that isn't for me. There was one cemetery, pet cemetery, in Maryland called the Aspen Hill, and it was a big cemetery, and then it was sold to PETA, and then PETA sold it, and now it is in ruin. There is nobody overseeing it, And I think it's pretty horrible because it's a cemetery of our loved ones if you have chosen to put your pet there. I hope that you have your pet listening. I have my pet, Daniel Boone, with me, and he's just curled up. He's a Maine Coon cat, rescue, absolutely gorgeous, the sweetest animal and the best personality of an animal I've ever had. Very dog-like, but with Maine Coons, it's all about their tail, just big tail. I have him about three years, um, and he just is really the light of my life. I had another um, pet that I had, another cat, Ricky, that I put down after many years. And my female, Cheyenne, who was never alone, I was going to see how long we could go without necessarily getting another pet at this time. I mean, having two cats is like having one cat. At one time when I lived on Long Island, I had three cats. Where I live now, I only have two, which, like I say, two is like one, because they're friends. I looked at her one day, and I just saw that she was really sad. And, of course, any difference in the household changes, you know, the personality of the animal, and especially since she was never the only cat. I just felt sad for her, and I happened to mention one night, it was a Friday night, that I was seriously going to think about now after two, three weeks that I was going to get her a new friend. Friend for me, friend for her. I go out during the day, she's home, you know, so she shouldn't be alone. She would have a friend. So my girlfriend, I happened to say to her, I want a male. I've never declawed an animal, ever. But where I am now, I do have some um, furniture that I don't want to get ruined. And I know that Cats with claws, even though you keep them short, can. So if they were already declawed and fixed, I'm in. She sent me a picture of Daniel, who was poof-poof, and I'm not leaving the place with the poof-poof. I took one look at this, this face, attitude all the way, huge. And I just got in my car on Saturday morning and went right to the shelter. And just, it was just wonderful. I mean... Huge cat. You know what he looks like because you see my show. So you could see. And I will be posting more and more pictures of of Daniel Boone that you could look at. So it was it was really a good thing that I did. I wanted to just talk about some other pets that I had. I had two white cats, one named Cirrus. It was a friend of mine who went on vacation. And guess what? He came back six months later. So what was I going to do? I kept the cat. White cat, blue eyes, deaf. But what a love. And then years later, another friend moved, and he was moving into an apartment in his parents' house, and they had allergies. So I took their cat. 
named Marshmallow, of course. Other than this time in my life, I've always had three cats. At one point, I would like to get another dog. I always like big dogs, but I think now I would, I would probably go for maybe a medium-sized dog. You know, as you get older, you shrink. And as I'm shrinking, you know, a bull mastiff or a Newfoundland dog, I had a tricolor collie, which you could see on my site. And I also had a standard poodle named Brandy. Great dogs. One dog for 13 years, one dog for 15 years. 13 and 15, 28 years of dogs. As my father would say, many, many miles of walking them. Not me, him. Be right back after this break. Okay, time to call off the dogs. We'll be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. They wake me up every morning. Their tails are always wagging. They're just running constantly and chasing, you know, shadows and sticks. Their coats are much better. They're very happy dogs. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I have three dogs, golden retrievers, and I make their own food, ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. It takes a few minutes every week. Before the Dynavite, they were overweight. They slept all the time. So now they jump all over me when I'm putting it in their bowls. They're crazy about this food. And their vet said that it's so much healthier for them. Go check out Rescue Dogs. They're just waiting to be loved. Get them started on this Dynavite diet, the health food for animals, and you'll see amazing results. 859 428 1000. 859 428 1000. D I N O V I T E dot com. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free, and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> We're back. I hope you're nice and comfortable, maybe with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or a beer. I wanted to talk to you today about something I found out about just by, you know, just doing some research. I do like to be prepared so we could talk about some things. About animals in the hotels in Manhattan in the early 1900s. And it was the plaza. Believe it or not, the plaza allowed pets. Not the St. Regis. The plaza. So in 1908, a princess from Germany, her name was Princess Le Wolf, if you could believe that, moved into the Plaza Hotel with an array of bear cubs, alligators, cats, dogs, and an array of birds. And they let her. And she was very, very popular on the New York scene, as you can be in 1908. I mean, she was royalty. And somebody gave her a lion cub. It was a general from the Civil War. His name was General Sickles. And she named the cub General Sickles. 
but then changed it to Goldflick. And she kept it there. And he had the run of the halls. He did get out now and again and scared the bejesus out of the company there and of the other guests. And then, of course, things got a little tough for her during the war. I guess she was getting money from home. And she had to leave the plaza. And she bought an estate up in the Catskills called Deer Park. And she moved up there with her array of animals, added to them. I think she even at one point had a couple of horses. And things were fine. And she did her thing. But then she got ill. And she had to sell her estate in the Catskills, and she moved into the St. Regis, much smaller room, and the problem was that she didn't have a lot of money, and she wasn't in good health, and she got diabetes, and she was feeding this lion cub people food. Not good. We should always feed our animals, I believe. I feed my cats cat food. I don't do sugar. I don't do chicken, I mean. I will do chicken liver. I will, you know, once in a while... You know, when I get a whole chicken, put it in the oven, and then chop it up, and believe me, I am the hero. Anyway, sadly, her lion cub passed away because she was giving him people food. Very, very sad. And shortly afterwards, because she wasn't taking care of herself, she herself died of diabetes at a very young age. Well, we'll be right back. One more break, and then we're going to talk about some stuff that is one of my pet peeves. I just wanted to talk about some of the things that I think are maybe a little ridiculous, and I don't want to insult anyone. This is my opinion, maybe because I never had little dogs. I just don't understand how people are using their dogs as like an accessory. Maybe it started with, um, you know, Paris Hilton, you put the dog in your purse, and now I see people... If you go to the beach or in any of the boardwalks on a, on, a, on a spring day, on a summer day, in a shopping mall, animals in a stroller? Really? I don't understand what's with that. I understand some dogs are small and they got little tiny legs and they can't really walk a lot. But in a stroller like a baby? I just don't understand that. If you have any suggestions on what you think that reasoning is, let me know. Email me at Cheryl at PetLifeRadio.com, and I will be glad to answer anything that you want to ask, or I will go through any suggestions. I do get some suggestions for shows, and I am going through it, and we're going to do it one day at a time. So that's one of my pet peeves. And another one is people who do not pick up after their dog's waste. I just don't understand it. In a lot of the communities throughout the area that I live in, they have plastic bags and a dispenser. I mean, really, why can't you just take the bag, take the poop, and throw it away? I have a friend who takes the poop, brings it home, and flushes it down her toilet. I think that is ridiculous. So that's one of the things that bothers me. And another thing, I got to tell you, I got these great toys at this unknown place, pretty popular, worldwide. And my cats absolutely loved it. You know, different colors, different shapes, fruit, vegetables, a lot of catnip in it. They absolutely love it. Lick it, lick it, lick it, play with it. Daniel Boone is almost toddler-like. I have a basket of all the toys and he goes and he takes the toys and I have a patio where the cats like to hang out all day long. And he likes to bring it out. And it was, in the beginning, it was really very strange because he would bring one out, then he would bring two out. Now he brings three out because I think he wants two for himself 
and one for Cheyenne. He does share. He takes it out. He leaves it all over the living room, the patio. He doesn't bring it back, but that's where he gets his toys from. So as I was saying, they love this toy, and they play with it. They lick it, and one day I wanted to wash it. I'll give it a fresh look, you know, smash it up a little, maybe, you know, uh, shake up the, um, you know, what's ever inside of it. The catnip memory loss. Anyway, guess what? All the color washed off. Now, I've never looked at their tongues after they even lick it, and I'm sure they're not licking it that heavy like water. But I really think that's quite dangerous. You know, I don't mind buying a new because they're not expensive, and it wouldn't matter if it was because they like it. But I really think when these companies make, you know, toys or any kind of products for pets, they have to really be careful and they have to test them out. And one of the things, just like we do with cell phones, we test it in water. We all know that if you throw your phone in water, it is gone. Can't use it anymore. I don't care how much rice you open it up and you put in, you're not going to be able to save it. I mean, that's just the way it is. So that's another one of the things that bothers me. And I wanted to talk about etiquette at the pet park and bringing your animal there for the first time. I happen to go past some of them on my uh, local walks, and I always like to look, you know, watching animals. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a fun thing to do. And I'm always interested in how they approach each other and how they're, they're received. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the owner, you know, who's on the other end of the leash. And if they feel that tension or stress, I think they get a little uptight because I think, you know, animals, and we've seen it on the internet and on Facebook, if you look, you know, deer playing with dogs and bears playing with tigers and lions. I mean, you know, animals love each other. Now, not all of them, and some do want to be alpha. And maybe if their owner has allowed them to be alpha in the park, that maybe um, they're the head honcho. But I've noticed it, you know, because normally when another animal sees another animal, the first thing they do is they wag their tail. You know, they want to smell them. They're going to, just like we shake hands, look somebody in the eye, we could tell an awful lot about somebody, whether we're going to like them, vibes. Animals have vibes, too. And I just happened to notice when I was by the park, walking by the park the other day, and I did stop. I wasn't in it. I was on the fence on the outside, just observing that a couple of dogs looked like they wanted to gang up on this other dog that happened to be a bigger dog. You know, maybe dogs don't know their size, you know, because little dogs are big barkers or yappers or they, you know, they're nippers. They don't know how that they're small, that, you know, they're the size of my ankle. It was just really cute how they were together ganging up on this big dog who kind of kept looking at his owner like, what do you think I should do? I just thought it was really a lot of fun. Anyway, that's all for today. I'll see you next time. Remember, Unleashed. Glad to have you. Any questions, any suggestions, Cheryl at PetLifeRadio.com. Cheryl with a C, C C-H-E-R-Y-L. See you then. Remember, adopt, don't shop. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.